afternoon and welcome to another episode of Just Telling My Stories. I'm really excited today because we have a very special guest. We have some new things to announce and in case you notice, during the summer we're having a special series where we're having authors and entrepreneurs come in to tell a little bit about their story. Well, today we have a fascinating young woman who's an author, a, a, a motivational speaker, a entrepreneur, all kinds of things going on in her life. And you just hit share and share with your friends this powerful story that she has. That's her story. I want to introduce to you Miss Reneko Stroud. Hello, everybody. Hi. How are you? It's good to see you. I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks, seems right. like, with all of this <laughs> coronavirus and everything. And um, well, you're looking cute with your matching mask and everything. But Thank you. We can't do a show with the mask on. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I, I think you're the one that, that brought it to my attention that I could have my authors on because everybody has a story to tell. Right. Absolutely. And the name of the show is Just Telling My Stories. Right. And so I'm happy to come and share with um, you with the audience a little bit about your story. But don't tell them everything because we got some book signings coming up. We got some moving and shaking going on and um, a lot of good things. But give them a little bit of your story. Well, um, I grew grew up in Pittsburgh. I'm born and raised in Pittsburgh, St. Clair Village. Um, Repping St. Clair. Still up in Cleveland. I grew up in a home, you know, my mom was a, a cosmetologist, my father was a fireman, I was, I had a brother and we grew up in this all-American home in the hood, wow. um, and everything was cool, like, until the, the, the little secrets, the little well-kept secrets was going on, mm-hmm. um, a lot of domestic violence. Um, alcoholism, you know, stuff they keep away from the kids. Everything was shut in. Don't tell the neighbors. Keep them out yeah. your business, type of stuff. Um, that's it. I just, you know, from where I come from now, I'm getting twisted on my con. I got so much stuff spinning in my head that I want to tell everybody. So forgive me if I stutter a little bit, but. Um, yeah, I grew up in a, in, in a well-kept home. My mom stayed fly, so that's where I get it. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> Did you look like you look like your mom? I look like my dad, really. Wow. Yeah, I look like my dad. You know, and then that was that would cause an issue um, because later on, after my mom and dad separated, because I looked li- like him, wow. I pretty much was mentally abused and, and wow. you know because of that I but be, this is my belief you know oh, okay. um, I discussed it with my mother and she's she was nonchalant like it could be that could be the reason wow. you know but she accepted and was accountable that I realized that you did mentally abuse me and she the knew end. there was an issue but she yeah. wasn't healed to the point of, of being able to yeah. Accept the responsibility. Yeah. So a whole lot of that had me leave home at an early age, 16. Um, I went searching for love in all the wrong places, found crack cocaine. Wow. Um, at 16? Yeah, 16 wow. years old. Um, 
It took a lot out of me. And, uh, you know, I, 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 the discussion I had with my mother while I was doing drugs, you know, I was stealing her money. I was doing little stuff like that. Um, it finally came to me that I, I did need some help. You know, so I've been in and out of rehabs and stuff like that all the way up until 2005, where eventually my bottom was um, going to prison for aggravated murder. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's something. But isn't it amazing? That's been like 15 years ago. You've made a complete turnaround. Oh, yeah. Oh, a yeah. I, I, but, you know, ironically, I wouldn't take none of it back because everything that I've been through has made me the woman that demonstrates strength today. Yeah. One know. thing I noticed about you, you have a lot of drive, a lot of strength. Nothing's going to get you I'm down. I'm up with the birds. It is nothing but hustle all day, like nothing all day. And I don't Every do time I illegal. call you, you, you selling or you speaking yep. or getting ready to go here, getting ready to do that. <laughs> and the coronavirus slowed you I'm down. I'm ready to fight corona. Because <laughs> you have Literally. plenty of places to go and things to do. So, um... So your story, you grew up in a, pretty much an all-American, a, a family that was a model family at mm -hmm. the time until the doors closed. Yeah. And that's when the boogeyman and the secrets came out and that kind of thing. How, um, and then in, in our um, families, you hear a lot of people say, what goes on in this house stays, stays in, this in this house. And that's what I was raised on. And that's, that's a horrible, afraid. horrible thing to ingrain in a child because so much happens. Yeah. And as a publisher, I, I read so uh, so many stories now after people are grown of molestation in the family and um, domestic violence and abuse and all kinds of things happening in the family. And when Oprah came first came out, remember, mm -hmm. all of these secrets began to come out and people began to share. And it was also at that time people began to heal from some of these things. Right. Some people ended up in psychiatric wards because of the secrets they had to keep. Right. But that's why we have this platform just telling my stories I believe everybody has a story, whether you put it in a book, whether you put it in a play, or like you looking for a movie or, or some kind of way. I, I've learned from so much like that, that's happened in my past. I've learned that secrets do keep you sick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I had a whole nother one. Uh, <laughs> so did your healing begin when you, I think you told me you started writing your story in 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 jail. I started. I wrote my. I wrote my whole book in prison. Wow. You know, when when I went to prison, I decided that this is definitely my bottom, and I can't keep living like this. Um, wow. When it was time for me to be released after I graduated, everything they had to wow. offer to me in in the prison, um, I was acknowledged by the warden. They sent mm -hmm. me to an honor camp. I I fought my case. I found a glitch in it. <laughs> and I, I was released. I fired the public pretender in the courtroom. Wow. Um, with that being said, they tried to send me back where my case happened. And the judge said, you are the only person that I've ever had in this courtroom 
to take and push their cart back into the prison and say, I'm not going back to Youngstown. <laughs> Y'all will not keep me in your revolving door cycle. No, I'm not so about to do it. So you fought and won your own case. I went back. I went straight to the hole where I know they was going to put me because it wasn't no beds. It was overcrowded. Wow. And I sat in the hole for two weeks willingly. And the judge granted me to go somewhere else, and I chose Cleveland. She asked me exactly where I wanted to go. I said, well, I, I've never been to Cleveland, but I heard that it was cost of living ain't that bad. Wow. You can go to school. You can get a job. That's what I did. So even though you took some wrong turns in your young life, you always knew that you were going to be somebody. Oh, Even the in, the, in the hole you were writing your book, you were getting things together, preparing to get outside and, and do great things. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and I am my mother's child. Like, whatever the case with all the abuse and stuff, that was nighttime. In the daytime, my mother would get out there and get it. Like, she, she was a cosmetologist. <laughs> She worked at Jenkins Arcade, and then she did hair at home. And then my father, he was a fireman. I watched him on in newspapers and, and actually seen him save a life in, in oh, my own apartment wow. building. But um, he fell off. I don't know what happened to him. Uh, is but my mother, is she, she always, huh? Is he alive? No, both of them oh, are okay. deceased now. Okay. So the beautiful thing about it and what we try to share with people is when you tell your story when you tell those things that the, the devil tries to tell you that people are saying you're no good or this or whatever when you begin to tell your story people can see your version of what was happening and what was going on because you were in prison unjustly 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 yep. we're gonna tell you no details about it because it's in the book but you were <laughs> in prison unjustly and did, you didn't let it take your mind. You didn't let it take you down. You didn't let it take you under. I remember when I told my son that I had um, stage four cancer. He says, as long as you don't let it get in your mind, you'll be all right. Yeah, so once like we let our life situations get in our mind and we fester and we worry about them, then they begin to take you down. Then they can begin to hold you back. Well, you had this kind of a childhood and you had that kind of a childhood. But I have read your story and you overcame those things by empowering yourself yes, you studied to learn those laws and find that those loopholes oh, to get your own self out a broken home begot a broken home was the uh, the second one i was going to say and due to the abuse that my mother went to went through um i also several times been through abuse all the way to being locked in closets locked in basements for weeks you know what I mean? I, I believe it or not, I was this timid little you don't girl. Don't look like yeah. It. They turned me into a beast. They and now you come in with camo. And yeah, you, you got yeah. boots on. No, the no. Nikes all day. <laughs> I'm a Nike head. But see, you have a choice in life to take the pressure and crumble, or take the pressure and make something out of mm -hmm. yourself and do some things. You have some some lofty goals. You know, we shared your goals sometimes. And you want to be the best. You want to be um. Um, you're going to be a life coach. I got that information for you. Yes. So this, you can do that. And then um, we um, we have some other things coming up too. Um, you I'm waiting to go back to the schools and speak to my kids. I I, that's the best part about being a community educator and motivational speaker is those kids. Those kids are our future. You know How what I mean? How do they respond? I saw the picture. I'm more intimidated by the fourth graders than I am the sixth <laughs> graders. I'm just saying, because they're like oh. trying to see if they can see through a flaw 
And uh, look, but the, I don't sugarcoat nothing to them. Listen, if you do this, you're going to die. The end result is death. You know what I mean? Jails, institutions, you could say that too, but death is it. Because now uh, the police is killing us. You know what I'm saying? And, and so if you, if you get caught doing something, you ain't got no business and you go to jail, who's to say that you're going to make it from where that crime happened? down to the justice center because you don't even have to do anything to get in a bad situation but yep. definitely if you do Trouble foolish things you. it'll find you mm -hmm. and so the fourth grade is a wonderful time to catch them because that's kind of like third grade they kind of cool but fourth grade they're trying to think about i could explore this i mm -hmm. could explore that and let me try this and let me try that i remember me in the fourth grade so and, and <laughs> they done advance you know uh -huh. so who knows i get the kids to help me Fix my phone. I, <laughs> I know. You know, know what I'm saying? So they're so much more advanced than we are out here. Like, it's wow. real surprising. Wow. So being a mother of a black son, what what would you have to say to other mothers of black sons? Mothers of sons. I'm, I'm learning the process still because me and my kids just really reunited. They, they were fed that I abandoned them. Oh. You know, in, in most cases, you know, or, or it's what they wanted to believe. I don't know where it's at, but... They were young. The bottom line is I wrote that this story for my truth to them. Wow. You know, but if you don't take time out to read it, you never know. You're going to keep holding that grudge against me. But right now, I got to live my life. You know what I'm saying? I, I wrote my truth. Here it is. Read Skedaddle. It. I'm about to go do what I need to do for me today. Wow. Vacationing. I, right. I'm i getting ready to do all types of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. I'm about to get this this clothing bus, this boutique bus that I'm about to make. I'm trying to do a non-profit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't have no time to be focusing on the and past. Wait, and wasting the time. I'm good. Take advantage of the time that was taken from you because yeah. it was actually stolen from you because right. it wasn't, you know, circumstances. It's in the book. I would love for my children to be in my life, but I... Sometimes it, the only way you can show them is to be an example. Um, that's it. You you also, you mentioned getting your hustle on. Every time I I've call you, you are selling. Um, you want to <laughs> show a few of the things that you have? Okay. I, I sell Nike outfits. Mm -hmm. Right there. Um... So those are the men's short sets. Oh, shorts? Uh-huh. This is the whole set. Oh, wow. And then I got the hoodie t-shirt. Mm -hmm. And I normally, I generally get all sizes. I um, also have women's clothing. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's beautiful. So, and how much do those sets run, depending on the, the size? The men's outfits are 60. The wow. women's are 50. Um, these are the short sets. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> and then I also have uh, polo rompers. I got polo two pieces. I have polo jumpers, mm -hmm. the whole pants jumper. Wow, um, okay. I sell men and women's waist trainers. Uh, what else I got? Oh, I got the... Got everything. I got the Nike sweatsuits. Oh, the pretty. retro ones with the zippers wow. down here. Wow, I remember those back in the day. And the reason I asked you to bring those is because over at 
Um, my office, the suite, we have a lot of office space, and we decided because of the coronavirus, a lot of people, my last guest said, if you don't have a hustle during corona, something wrong with you. <laughs> because yeah. a lot of people lost their jobs, their businesses suffered. So people have gotten into making soaps and candles and different things or publishing books with their downtime. I am... I won't say swamped, but I have a lot of new clients that have written their books during this corona downtime. And um, I usually like to help my authors with a book signing. So we came up with the idea that the first Saturday of every month, to further notice, starting in August, August 1st, that we're going to have a group book signing. Um, quite a few of my authors will be there. And we're going to have a pop-up shop. We have space for at least 15 vendors. So you can come and for twenty five dollars a table, you can that get ain't bad um, at all. On Saturday, twenty five dollars a table. The first twenty five purchasers get a free lunch. Our vendors get a free lunch. I'm gonna do some workshops relative to not only publishing but relative to um coming back after Corona where you've been in business. You know, if your business has been limited or destroyed or whatever. I have some comeback strategies to share with people. The workshops are totally free. We'll have two workshops, one in the beginning and one in the end. So you're able to come and just get some help, get some assistance on where do you go from here. You know, you may have bought product that had a, a shelf life that's no longer good. You may have lost your office space or whatever, but just come and share some information on how to regroup after Network. this loop. We've been flipped for a loop, mm -hmm. you know, and so there's no cost to enter. You just come and um, we will kind of, I mean, don't come and stay the whole time so other people can come in. You know, we still social distance a little bit. And in my building, there's, um, there's, um, there's, um, a mask requirement. So you do have to wear a mask to come mm -hmm. into the building. And if you don't have one, I got some. I got one for every outfit. Wow. You so, know, you know. <laughs> I, I know you already. Yeah, I already right. got that. But just come out and network and see perhaps you can collaborate with another small business. Sound like I need to bring my baked goods out there because I'm getting me and my neighbor. Wow. She is exquisite on the cake side. So wow. we've been coming up with some talking about it. So I just want to put some action, some fire behind yeah. it. So that that's a great thing for and, us. I'm going to bring it to her attention. And we have some young entrepreneurs, too. Some young entrepreneurs coming mm -hmm. along. And we have to begin to teach our young people. Um, one of the TV shows coming up, we're going to have um, talk about entrepreneurship in your family. Mm -hmm. You know, your mother taught you about how to be an entrepreneur. My dad, we had all kind of businesses growing up. We had a, a factory. As you say, a whole factory. Right. <laughs> Where did that come from? You always say a whole this, a whole that. A whole everything. <laughs> we had um, cleaning services. We had a Chinese restaurant. We had all kinds of things. They remodeled homes and stuff. And so a lot of families, entrepreneurship grew up in the family. But you may be a family that it didn't grow up in. Mm -hmm. So we can help you train those. And these workshops will be free on the first um Saturdays of the month so that we as a people can begin to 
teach our families to be self-sufficient. Right. Teach them how to do different things. My dad, and people think, oh, you are all across the board. My dad drilled in us to learn at least five different things so you'll never starve. Like, if you're doing hair, well, maybe something happens, you can't do hair, then you know how to paint a floor. You even told me you know how to paint. I paint, I do industrial (laughs) cleaning. Um, I'm a jack, you know how they say jack of all trades? I'm a jackie of all trades. Jackie, I love it. You you better hope I don't take your transmission out your car and put a new one in. What? Wow. That's wishful thinking. But that's how we should teach our children because we already know that our children are the last ones to get hired with the good jobs, the last, the first ones to get fired with the layoff. So if we begin a, a culture of training them to be entrepreneurs, when I was the president of a Michael Long Bank, we trained and graduated before I, my tenure was up at least 200 businesses, all different kinds of businesses. When I ran the Minority Business Association, I had probably another 100 kinds of businesses. And when I was the treasurer for the state organization, 3,000 businesses. So I've been around a lot of businesses. I'm an accountant. I know a lot of things. And at this time, I feel the need to share, share with our authors, share with our people that do the pop-up. Just share. Just share. I mean come and get the free workshops and do different things and just come and meet other entrepreneurs and other pop-ups and other authors. I I, I know for one that I'm tired of working for people. It's too much games, too many games that these offices and people that that are supposed to be professional, you know, they play with your paychecks and stuff like that. Oh, you didn't meet this quota. Well, why would you wait till Friday to tell me? Why wouldn't you tell me on Monday? Like, no more working for people. I want to be that person to provide jobs and keep it you got on too point. much to offer. You're the right. one that's supposed to make jobs for people. Right, absolutely. Make jo- my daughter, my middle daughter, um, for my granddaughter's birthday, she got her LLC set up, her EIN number, and training her child on running a business. That's what I got, my EIN number. Uh-huh. And then um, there's, for the pop-up, I talked, we talked to a lot of the parents and they're sending their teens out to do it. So we have to train them how to use the cash apps and the PayPal's and all of the different things and how to keep track of inventory and that kind of thing. And we'll also, not this um, first Saturday, but we'll also have trainings on how to put your book together, how to get these things together. And also dispel the myth that you can put together books in two weeks. You took years. I mean, your life is however many yeah, years you have. it's not going to happen in two weeks because with, when, especially if you're discussing your past, it took me about four years to get past the murder of my son. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and like on a daily basis, everybody that I talk to like, oh, I want to write a book. I said, just do it. Write it down. You know, can you help me? I can't help you write it because that's your life. It's got to come from your heart. <laughs> but I, I have some connects for you though. Uh-huh. But you just got to get the process done. We, what, what me and my connects aren't going to tolerate is procrastination. Yeah. So I'm not even going to introduce you to nobody until I know you for real. You're going to do it. And then it takes a lot of time before because as you're writing, some healing takes place. And it mm-hmm. may take you six months to get through one chapter of writing because do I tell that? Do I not tell that? Or 
or, or you know, is that, are people going to look at me differently? Right. But the thing about it is everybody's story is their story. We can't go back and change what happened. Right. It, that's your story. Yeah. And um, I talked to one of my friends on Facebook, and, you know, I've had a, a hard time dealing with my hair, you know, because I, it reminds me of cancer, and it's just not, you're not real fly right not now. Not real happy with it right <laughs> yeah, now. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but he told me, he said, that once you embrace the natural you, it will empower you. Mm-hmm. So little by little, it's empowering that you. That gray is popping. So once we, thank you. So once we embrace that, that's my story. That story will empower you. That story will help your future you. First of all, not make some of those same mistakes. Right. The future, you you know, like you said, you can't believe, and not many people could believe you've been abused. <laughs> you know, and, but what did it do? It empowered you. Yes, it you did. were able to go and show another young lady that, listen, that's not how God wants you to live. Right. You don't live hiding in a closet or live, you know, doing different things. And as we empower ourselves, you empower the people around you. Mm-hmm. You empower the people around you because I thank God for you because when I wanted to sit and whine a little bit about the cancer, uh-uh, uh-uh, get up, get up, get up, uh-uh. <laughs> You're like, how you, how you doing? I said, oh, okay, we're good. Okay, now let's go. <laughs> and you need people like that in your life to, you know, you ain't going to roll over and die. We got stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And so that's a blessing. So by sharing your story, show the cover of your book. This young lady is so um inspiring i did some mock-ups of her book cover and one of them had this old house on it you know and i put it on there she she went out on her own that weekend found an old house a real old house not a photoshop one and dressed up and took this beautiful picture (laughs) and most people would just say okay well whatever but she took a picture of a real person's house and had her camera people and everything. So she's definitely a young lady that you give her anything, she's going to try it, she's going to do it, and she's going to do her best at it. So that's what we're going to, um, and then one of these months I'll have you teach one of the workshops. Okay. You know, one of the You know, my motto is don't say no. I never <laughs> say no when it's something productive, productive and positive. And you don't have to be an expert at everything right away. You get better as right. you go. But never be afraid to try and do anything. So we're wrapping up here at KAZ Radio TV Cleveland, and we want to thank our special guest, Renee Stroud. Yep, that's me. And that um, come and see her in person on August 1st mm-hmm. at the suite. 27801 Euclid Avenue on the fourth floor. And it's on Euclid down by the freeway past 260 of 278. And I'll bring some of my items with me. She's going to bring some of her items and um, just share books. And and there'll be other authors there that I didn't publish. You know, this is about us. It's not always about self-centered and what I can get out of it. It's Mm -hmm. about us as a people how can we grow together how can we better ourselves but more importantly how can we help each other come back after this loop we've been thrown with this coronavirus absolutely you know and so we're going to have a wonderful time if you have questions about it you can message me on facebook 
or give me a call at 216-302-9478. And we'll be getting postcards and different things out. And Milana Mills will be helping me coordinate this and put it together. You know, and it's a blessing to have people. She's like, well, your strength ain't all the way there, so I can help you do this because we need to have it done. And you guys can friend me on Facebook and Instagram, DM me, um, and now you can call people. <laughs> Just now utilizing all of that stuff. But, um, wow. Yeah, well, you can hit me. Feel free to friend me on Facebook and Instagram. I will respond. You might teach class on that. <laughs> I can't, can't coordinate all that stuff. Right. But as we close, I want to thank you for tuning in for this episode of Just Telling My Stories. And I want to thank you for um, supporting our efforts to bring us closer together as a business community and not let one die, not let another business fall under or whatever. You may just have a simple word of encouragement to encourage somebody to get back up and try again. Get back up and fight or maybe do it a different way. Um, thank you for sharing and tagging and, and letting people know about our first Saturdays at the Suite 27801 on the Euclid on the fourth floor. Thank you again. And those of you that don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and oh, Savior, yeah. whatever situation you're going to, we're going to try to help you in things. But ultimately, he's the one that's able to help you get over these things that we've gone through. Once again, tune in every Friday at 2 o'clock. Today was at 3 o'clock, but every Friday at 2 o'clock, we're going to have more people coming on just telling their stories. Thanks, Renee. Thanks.